Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. No, I... Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Unsupported. Now we have uh, 60% of the people who connected with us saying no, they do not support it. Uh, and then 40% saying yes, they support it. A few of the comments here. This one from uh, FF Bach says, uh, those saying no, imagine your father is a member of parliament and always uh, has a threat on his life. Uh, that is something that we must look at. Uh, mm. Pop Sugar says, your life is threatened even though you are not an MP. Uh, by that logic, every government official must have a police escort. How is that practical? Yeah, I, uh, I see. I see. Uh, Lydia Fortin says, Lydia I will Fawcett never is. support calls for MPs to be provided with security. What happens to the ordinary Ghanaian who gets killed in his way, on his way to work? Are MPs now placing their interests above the very uh, people who put them in the office? Uh, there are many questions begging for answers. Woody Eric says, These simply, uh, This simply means that your lives are more important than the average Ghanaian. And um, MP is my MP more important than my mother in Amancia Central, who travels every week to the northern sector to trade and always attacked by armed robbers. And that's the question that Bofa says if they want protection. There are lots of security companies in Ghana. They should pay them to follow them everywhere they go. Some security companies are licensed to carry guns, so they should uh, look sharp 
and not abuse the power uh, given and them. One very interesting one here says uh, Ibrahim Karim tweeting at us says, "What goes around comes around. The laws are just not being enforced because of political interference and affiliation. What happens to those who murdered?" Um, Major Max or Mahama Muntier 3, what happened to Kennedy Japan uh, when he alright, so he goes on and on and on Rasmo Russell, there you have it the poll, um, almost a thousand people uh, disapprove of the decision and you, you appear to be on the wrong side members of parliament, the public opinion here briefly your reaction to this we are on the right side of history uh, the death of two MPs is enough to get us to wake up the fact is that not only have two MPs lost their lives, but several MPs have come under one form of attack or the other. And even the point we are, we are not even looking at is the fact that it embarrasses our country to think that, you know, uh, uh, people can just take out certain members of parliament like that and, and, and nothing happens clearly. Is something we should be embarrassed about. Yeah, but that happens to okay. ordinary people all the time. No. People exactly on an investigation. You are not good. embarrassed by that. <laughs> no, no, no. Even, yeah, let him, let him, let him, thirty seconds, and I will continue he, to wrap up. He may not see. Not embarrassed by ordinary people being killed every he day. Not, he, he may not, he may not see the point. But we, 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 we are not an island in, in isolation. But the fundamental point I wanted to make, even Joe Cox, a sitting member of Parliament in the UK, was stabbed to death in 2016 as a matter of fact the stab was so repeated that if she had had a bodyguard probably you know her life would have been saved by now you know so having enhanced security for the ordinary Ghanaian is no guarantee that some lunatic would not get up one day and say he doesn't like this NDC MP or he doesn't like that MPP MP and for which reason he wants to attack him and take and, and, and take his life and I think that Parliament has done so much in terms of calling for enhanced enhanced security for everybody. For, 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 for everybody. Look at the look at the um, uh, what you call it? CCTV cameras all over the place. Even yeah, we had to take Parliaments to do some probing and pushing to get all of those things up. Okay, day in day out, Parliament has called for enhanced security for everybody. Yeah, I mean, so and I guess we, I. Uh, we so, so, are working in the interest of the Ghanaians. Yeah, okay. I mean, so your argument is that you've done enough to earn this protection. Of course. Well, what, what is the outcome it, it says, of the It course. says the outcome is the security CCTV you are seeing be mounted. It's part of the Yeah, so, but then th- that, that means it's, it protects them as well. It protects you too. Yeah. I mean, we also need protection from the okay. politicians. Um, they are not seven us. Um, we need protection from them. Thank you very much, uh, Lutfata, uh, Peter, Hadi, of course, uh, <laughs> Namata, great perspective from Uganda, George great perspective from Georgia. Uh, of course, uh, Imano Sowate, student of uh, security, 22 years experience doing this, uh, Cambridge University criminologist, and of course, Ras Mubarak, uh, you, you, you really uh, managed to um, uh, interact with the red beret wearing <laughs> revolutionaries. I'm grateful that you join us with your thoughts on Ghana Connect tonight. Up next, obviously, is Locker Room with George Ado Jr.
FM. All your sports news in the locker room. Hello, I'm Lee James, host of Sports World on the BBC World Service. For the best of previews to the sporting weekend, listen to George Addo Jr. on The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM with George Addo Jr. Club football is back on the radio this sporting weekend and just right on cue, with Ghanaians looking forward to a probable debut for this man in a national jersey. Where are the men left in? Even uh, Gabi Partey, Partey! Goal! Gadar! 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 In Ghani! Gadar in Ghani! Partey! 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 So have you learned how to sing the song or you are still rehearsing? Oh, I think it's simple. Party after, after party. Party after party, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Ghanesh. Thanks so much for the love, for the messages I've received. And don't forget, no Thomas, no party. Come on, Party is on. Thomas Partey officially unveiled at Arsenal. Fans are looking forward to see him on the pitch. Ateta, his coach, has explained how he intends to use him and the world is ready. We have a party special with analysis on how he could be deployed against Manchester City on Saturday. There are more games to save on the English Premier League, but considering the losses of Manchester United and Liverpool on the last match day, there will be an unusual sense of urgency for the champions at Messi's side. Probably against the run of play and Salah! in by Alexander-Arnold and Robertson scores a moment of personal atonement and the moment when Liverpool for the first time on the evening establish a lead back in by Alexander-Arnold back out by Luis and Jota scores this time if only the cop were here to welcome their new star in front of where the paying tens of thousands should be Diogo Jota marks his Liverpool Premier League debut with a goal a match clinching goal the Messi side derby headlines the EPL fixtures this weekend. Manchester United are away to Newcastle, Chelsea face Southampton, and Spurs West Ham is our commentary game on the Joy Sports Arena on Sunday. We'll be in Spain, Italy, France, and Germany to preview upcoming games as well. Also coming up. Vasil Lomachenko and Teofimo Lopez is one fight boxing fans have been eagerly anticipating. The lightweight unification bout will pit the WBA, WBC franchise and WBO champion Lomachenko against the IBF king Lopez, where the winner will emerge with four titles. We have analysis. If you'd love to send us your message, we'd love to read them via social media accounts at JoySportsGH on Twitter, 
0551-111-997 on WhatsApp and on Joy slash 997 on Facebook. We'll be in Morocco to preview the semi-finals of the CAF Champions League and in Poland for the World Half Marathon. Time to talk about what the world is talking about in the world of sports. Hello from me, George Adder Jr. and welcome. And it's good to have you alongside us right here in the studio, Joy 99.7 FM. And, well, there's just no better place to begin than to start with Thomas Partey. He is the man who is, you know, holding all the headlines right now in London. As I tell you, there are so many songs being composed at the moment. Arsenal fans cannot just wait for his debut. We've seen pictures of Thomas Partey as well in training. He's looking good. Ateta has indicated that, yes, he's keeping a close eye on the man to see if Thomas Partey can start in the game against Manchester City tomorrow. We have taps on that. But of course, if you somehow missed that special interview we had his father, let's try and bring this all back as we get into our party special here on the locker room. Because the song that's not fast, but it doesn't work. Party after party. Party after party. After party. So is this move the biggest news of your life? Actually, I know, know marrying your wife was big, but uh, um, I don't know about this one. This is the biggest news. Actually, mm. for now, the biggest that thing. is it, yes. yes. The biggest, yeah. That has come through. Oh, yes. Mm. It is the biggest. I, I, I have the dream, I've got the dream, the way Pate was trained to come up with this game. I know there are bigger things ahead. Yeah. And just started. In the morning, we, we, we pray, and then it was on a voice message. Okay. So he sent it back the message that, da, I said, yes. He said, where is mine? I said, mine is around. Uh, you people have seen, you have prayed very well. I, I said, yes. He said, you should keep on praying. Hmm. How, did you, how did you manage your phone? Because I can imagine there were so many calls. It wasn't easy. Uh, uh, I was saying, uh, am I maybe uh, the vice president? <laughs> that's, the the, course, that's the you are hotter than the president. The, the, than the president. Daddy, thank you very much for your time. You are welcome. Let's say congratulations to you and your family. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure it's a thank to all Ghanaians. All Ghanaians. Yeah. 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 The Ghanaians, I mean. Yeah. Is, is this move the biggest news of your life? I actually, know, know marrying your wife was big, but uh, um, I don't know about this one. This is the biggest news. Actually, mm. for now, the biggest that news. is it, yes. yes. The biggest, yeah. That has come through. Oh, yes. Mm. It is the biggest. I, I, I have the dream, I've got the dream. The way Pate was trained yes. to come up with the game, I know there are bigger things ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And we've just started. Yeah, you've just, you've just started the whole thing. Right. So let's talk about how did you receive the news? I mean, how did the news come to you? Did Pate call you on the transfer deadline day? Yes, actually. Okay. That very day, uh, in the morning we, we, we pray, and then it was on a voice message. Okay. So he sent it back the message that, da, I said yes. He <laughs> said, where is mine? I said, mine is around. Uh, you people have seen, you have prayed very well. I, I said yes. He said, 
you should keep on praying. Mm. Try and be praying hard. Mm. I said, okay, your mother will reply you. And the mother said, we shall be praying without ceasing. Right. Don't fear. Don't fear. He said, okay. So from there, I told my wife, something something's, something's good something's is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. But you were still not sure, and then um, in the evening you had to sit down and watch the the transfer show and join join news. Oh, actually, mm. uh, I want to be sure, very mm. very sure. Yeah. But uh, innerly, mm. um, I was feeling okay because we have given everything to God. Yeah. So we are just welcoming whatever, whatever happens. will happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Transfer deadline day, the Joy News channel was on. Yeah. You were watching. Yes. What was happening with you and your wife as you were watching us do the, the show? Actually, uh, she asked me, Am I sure? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was bored. Yeah. Yes. I said, Surely. Sure. Yeah. He'll be moving. Mm. Surely he'll be moving. Mm. Because already I said, Son, go for money. Mm. Yeah. I think. I was bold enough just to be hoping on that. That's going to happen. Yeah. My, my wife said, okay. And, 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 and finally on the show, we just indicated that Arsenal has now tweeted that the, your son is an Arsenal boy. Yeah. Actually, uh, was it uh, you made that uh, statement and yes. then uh, some pictures came? Yes, some pictures <laughs> but it was not among. <laughs> okay, the first one, yeah, the, the first, first one. one. Yes, yes. yes. It was not among. Yes. And then, uh, you know, we were surprised. Yes. Meanwhile, uh, I told my wife, uh, he, he will be coming. He'll be coming. He'll be coming. Yeah. Because the way the Arsenal fans were calling and uh, joined news group, <laughs> we're also doing our also doing at the stage. <laughs> And believing uh, it. I told my wife, let us keep cool and wait. Right. Yeah. And finally? Well, we are not disturbed about anything. Yeah. yeah. Because we hope by all means some bigger team will come mm. for party. That's right. Yes. We are aware about the challenges, Juventus, Chelsea, and so forth. Yeah. So about all this, you know, God is with us. God is, God is, God yeah. is with you. For nine minutes, then we started to dance. <laughs> the song we are dancing to, because the song that's not fast, we are dancing to was party after party, party after party, party after party. So, so the party after party, uh-huh. that was what I. I, it was, I became so overwhelmed to extend that. I was thinking it was maybe some of their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was Pate after, after Pate's Pate. junior, junior brother. brother. So after Pate, another junior, junior brother. brother Pate. And, then and then you yourself, the big Pate. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. So yeah. have you learned how to sing the song or you are still rehearsing? Oh, I think it's simple. Pate after, after Pate. Pate. Party after party, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, very simple. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. And, and and your son is finally, you know, yeah. uh, an, an Aston boy. Right. We, we're looking back at what we have seen so far. Michael Asian at Chelsea was very big. 
right. this one looks very very big as well right so after everything was sealed what did you tell your son when you spoke to him okay um i think uh, i prayed before okay uh, i went to a coaching course yeah mm, so i've been reading i think sports mm. books plus highlights yeah uh, and also other history about sports sports guys men and then sports women, women. Okay. yeah mm. so uh, i told him uh, this thing is an opportunity yes and it has come to pass mm. some years back so what i've seen is um like he was willing to play at where there is a champion champions league, league and all the other things yes. or something of that sort yeah. yeah but can't he go and be at where he can also force so that they get chance they get to play champions, champions league, league. So my advice is, now, what I've seen in the papers, <laughs> they have carried some big bag, big bag, and put it at big your bag. bag. Yes. yes, that is money, but that is not all. Mm. Yes, you have to keep on training seriously. Mm. Because what I've known about some past time, the players that got flopped, it was when they get the money, they start going to beaches, hotels, okay. and so forth, okay. chasing okay. ladies and so forth. Yeah. yeah. So, my advice is, you should keep on training. Seriously. Mm. Yes. Because there are challenges ahead. Mm. Yeah. That's right. He said, so, okay. And, you, and it was cool. That's yeah. that that very good. Yeah. So, so, I don't want you to put pressure on him, but what are your expectations of your boy, you know, when he starts playing Arsenal? Oh, actually, uh, I think, but if it is wrestling or boxing, somewhere, that's why I can't defeat. You can't say anything. Yes. If it's wrestling or boxing, you can't say anything. No, no, no. no. Okay. Yeah. Therefore, football, football. the soccer itself, oh, anywhere on this earth, but it will be selected maybe among if 10 or 20, and there are more than about 150, but it will be among the maybe 10 or 20, mm. no matter how. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. He happens to be the first homegrown Ghanaian to move to Arsenal. Okay. The rest of the Ghanaian players who have played at Arsenal had, or were born in Europe. So the likes of Eddie Nketiah mm-hmm. and uh, Quincy Bay, all these boys, Imano Frimpong, were born in Europe. Yeah. And But talk about a Ghanaian who has grown up here yeah. and gone straight to Arsenal. It's, uh, it's your son, Thomas yeah. Pate. So it's a very big one. Yeah. I was just trying to ask you this one. I forgot, but I have to ask you. How did you, how did you manage your phone? Because I can imagine there were so many calls. It wasn't easy. Uh, uh, I was saying, uh, am I maybe uh, the I vice president? <laughs> that's the it, calls. That's it, you are hotter than the president. The, 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 than the president. <laughs> uh, actually, that is on the sports side. Yeah. Because you can't challenge the president. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So the calls were following, I think, from the FM stations uh, to the other one, uh, and so forth. But I was ever ready. Mm. Uh, I was ever ready, maybe, to respond to all the calls. Mm. Yes. Was there a special meal from your wife? Did your wife do a special meal for you to eat? Oh, after yes. After yeah. Oh, yes. For that. Okay. Yeah. I think some Bangkok and okay. nice food. Right. 
for the celebration. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So congratulations once again. Right. Congratulations once again. Thank you for and, this. Uh, and we wish that uh, Patel will do the very best. Yes. And he'll make everybody proud. Right. So we look forward to the party and how the party begins. Let's see what will happen tomorrow when Arsenal come up against Manchester City. Yes, there's a great opportunity there uh, to probably see Thomas Party for the first time in an Arsenal shirt. So now let's talk about uh, the uh, what it's going to look like in terms of um, where he's going to play on the pitch. How is it going to be looking like? I put all of that together with the BBC's John Bennett. We had a great chat around Thomas Party and what Arteta is thinking about at this point. Uh, what is he likely to do? How would he deploy him just in case he manages to get him on the pitch tomorrow? Let's enjoy the Joy Sports BBC Two-Way Series here. Thanks, John, for your time this weekend. Uh, club football resumes tonight around Europe with so much on it for Arsenal fans and Ghana in general because it's an opportunity to see a new signing, Thomas Partey, for the first time in the EPL. Will Ateta be tempted to use him against Manchester City? And how do you expect Arsenal to line up if Partey plays? Hi, George. Yeah, that's an interesting question, actually, because maybe Thomas Partey will lead to a change in Arsenal's formation. Initially... Mikel Arteta favoured a 4-2-3-1 formation after replacing Unai Emery as manager back in December. But he, in recent times, he switched to a 3-4-3, which is pretty fluid, which is pretty versatile. And, of course, they've had good success with that. They've had good results against Manchester City and Chelsea and Liverpool as well in the um, Community Shield. But apparently Mikel Arteta, long-term, is looking playing with a back four and a 4-3-3 and you would think that Thomas Partey would be absolutely perfect in that formation in a in a 4-3-3 formation maybe with Granite Jacker to his left with Danny Ceballos to his right the back four you'd have Gabriel and David Luiz playing as the centre backs Bellerin and Tierney to attacking full backs and then a front three of Lacazette Aubameyang Willian very versatile team players who can play in several positions, players that can cover for each other. Thomas Partey, as you know, is a very versatile midfielder, can play in several positions in midfield. So I think it it opens up some new opportunities and options for Mikel Arteta. Brilliant signing. I know people in Ghana are excited, but uh, here in England we're excited to see him play in an Arsenal, Arsenal shirt too. How competitive have Arteta's men become since the return of football? And what could they possibly push realistically this season with Partey in their boat? I've been really impressed, I have to say, particularly by the opening game, the game against Fulham when they won 3-0. They were slightly fortunate in their 2-1 win against West Ham. I thought West Ham played really well. Signs of things to come there because West Ham have uh, had a decent start to the season since then. They were well beaten by Liverpool at Anfield, although they did have chances in that game. Remember, Lacazette had a brilliant chance before he was subbed in that game. Then a 2-1 win against Sheffield United, who have had a poor start to the season. So up and down in terms of performances, but they've, they've achieved the results apart from that game 
at Anfield and I think there is a lot of potential there for Arsenal the trouble is you've got lots of teams improving haven't you in this race for the top four Tottenham with Gareth Bale in the team will be looking at top four you've got Arsenal with Thomas Partey now challenging for the top four uh, don't write off a team like Leicester City as well they were so close to getting to the top four last season Wolves as well uh, look like a, a competitive team again this season so the race for the, the top four places are going to be very tricky of course you'll have the usual suspects up there Liverpool Manchester City and Chelsea you'd expect to be the top three getting into that that fourth spot is going to be very very tricky of course the team to watch so far this season has been Everton their fans are believing they can get into the Champions League next season as well so it's set up to be a fascinating season Manchester United were desperate to get back to winning ways after the heavy loss to Spurs before the break. Ole Gunnar and his men are away to Newcastle on Saturday. Should we expect anything different from United? With quite a big squad to choose from now. I'm really not sure if Ole Gunnar knows his best team this season. Of course, it's very difficult for him having this game where he's under pressure straight after the international break. His players will have only returned back to the club on Thursday. He wouldn't have been able to train much on Thursday. Friday, it's difficult to do much ahead of a, a game on Saturday. So it's, it's very difficult for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Some of his players did well during the international break. Paul Pogba, I thought, played superbly for France. That's a good sign. Donny van der Beek was excellent as well for the Netherlands. But the Harry Maguire situation is worrying. He looked a shadow of his former self playing for England in this international break. I thought he was really poor even before his sending off against Denmark. He looked in a bad place as he left the field as well. He needs looking after, doesn't he, Harry Maguire, with his troubles off the pitch. You feel that that's probably affecting his on-field performances. But I don't think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer can afford to rest him, can afford to give him a break because he's vital to, to Manchester United. Newcastle will give them a very tough game at St James's Park. The pressure is on for Manchester United. John, the champions have the same agenda. Back to winning ways after their horror showing against Aston Villa. Perhaps against the most informed team and noisy neighbours in what's meant to be a proper messy side derby, but for the absence of fans. Is there enough room to manoeuvre against Carlo Ancelotti's Everton these days? A 288th Merseyside derby George looked forward to, and it's one of the most exciting in years. In fact, it's exactly 10 years since Everton last beat Liverpool, but you'd have to think they have a good chance here. Liverpool's still the favourites, don't get me wrong, but Alisson is still out injured, Adrian is in goal. They lost their last game 7-2. They've looked poor at the back this season. There are gaps there to attack if a team can find them. And a manager as clever as Carlo Ancelotti can set up his team to find those gaps. Jurgen Klopp hasn't had much time with his players, of course, to recover from that 7-2 defeat because of the international break. The opportunity is there for Carlo Ancelotti and Everton to beat Liverpool. That would send down a real marker, wouldn't it, for Everton to say... We are realistic challenges, challenges for the top four. They've had a great start to the season, four wins out of four. I've really enjoyed their performances. Not just the result, I think the performances have been fantastic against Brighton. I, I thought they were superb against the Brighton team who have, performance-wise, not results-wise, have had a really good start to the season. Remember, they pushed Manchester United all the way in, in a game at the Amex Stadium. Should have beaten Manchester United. They thrashed Newcastle as well. But Everton was so dominant against Brighton. So it's happy days for the moment uh, for Everton fans. They will believe that they can beat Liverpool. Jose Mourinho's Spurs seems to be getting along with his tactics with Son and Kane free and scoring again. 
their next stacks, though, is against West Ham United, who appear to be enjoying themselves so far in the season. How will this be won? Well, of course, the big question is Gareth Bale. Will Gareth Bale return to make his second debut for Tottenham? Remember, he was he was at the club, left for a world record fee to Real Madrid, uh, and now he's back. And, uh, yeah, the Tottenham fans can't wait to see him in action, even though, still sadly, they're not allowed into the stadiums as yet due to the coronavirus pandemic. Where will it be won and lost? I think it's all about West Ham's defending. Can they manage to keep out an attack which will definitely have Son and Kane, but potentially Gareth Bale as well? West Ham, I've been impressed with the way David Moyes has turned things around at the club. They were superb against Leicester City just before the international break. They thoroughly deserved their 3-0 win. It didn't flatter them at all. Um, so, you, you know, you, this is a, this is an actually big game for Tottenham because there's been a lot of positivity with Gareth Bale's arrival. They've picked up some good results, but now they have to back it up after the, the international break. So I really hope that Jose Mourinho throws Gareth Bale straight in. We don't know what Gareth Bale we're going to get in terms of fitness and form, but I would take a lot of hope by what his former teammate, James Rodriguez, has done at Everton. James Rodriguez was written off. People were saying he was past his best at Real Madrid, Zinedine Zidane didn't have him anywhere near the team he's gone to Everton and proved that he's still a world-class player let's hope that Gareth Bale will do the same at Tottenham John which games aside the ones involved in the traditional top six would you be concerned with and why you know what the biggest game for me this weekend and you might think I'm crazy for saying it is Sheffield United against Fulham it's two teams who are yet to pick up a point this season Sheffield United have only scored one Premier League goal as well so far this season they had a great season last season I think they finished ninth brilliant season after coming up from the championship they have a, a horrendous fixture list either side of this game against Fulham they're, they're playing top six teams basically that's been their start to the season so if they don't pick up a result against Fulham the pressure will really be on for Sheffield United I'm not saying that the pressure will be on Chris Wilder their manager he is there to stay he's loved by the fans quite rightly brilliant manager and I'm sure he will turn things around but, but I'm saying the pressure will be on to keep their safety in the Premier League because when you get on a good on a bad run like this, it's very difficult to get out of it in the Premier League, no matter how good you are. So it's a must-win for me for Sheffield United against Fulham. And John, today happens to be the transfer deadline day for the domestic window. There were rumours of Black Stars captain Diddy. Are you possibly joining Brighton? How true is that and what do we know about Christiana Chu's movements as well? Interesting day because we've had the European transfer deadline close uh, two weeks ago this is the domestic transfer deadline so English clubs can't sign between Premier League clubs but they can sign um, players from the EFL so that's the Championship League 1, League 2 and also Championship players can go to the Premier League Andre Ayew to Brighton I would be very very surprised I have to say but listen I have been surprised before on deadline day Christian Atshu, Watford and Nottingham Forest have been mentioned as I speak, nothing is happening. But by the time this this airs, George, something may have happened. I hope he goes to a club in the Championship because I feel he needs games to get his confidence back. I don't think he's going to get much of an opportunity at Newcastle this season. So I hope he gets a move to the Championship. Thank you very much, John, for your time on the show. And Marlon Q, we've got some news for you uh, with the Ghanaian players in England who are hoping to move from the Championship to the English Premier League or yeah, within Championship teams is all fine. We know that Baba Roman 
He's a player of Chelsea. He wanted to move to Middlesbrough for the championship. It's not happening. It did not happen. So Baba Rahman is going to stay with Chelsea in the development squad. That's what we've got there for you. Uh, we're also keeping our taps on what was going to happen to Didi Ayu. He's played with Swansea City at the moment. Well, well, there were enough you know, rumours, so enough reports that he was heading towards Brighton. Brighton had a few issues with his wages. It looks like all of that is unclear there. And so we're not too sure what ended up with him. Christian Nacho as well. He had to find a club. Hopefully he has found one because we're just over uh, the deadline. That was at 5 p.m., you know, 6 p.m. our time. So just about it. Hopefully he found a club. We'll be coming your way with the updates and what happened to the three players as well as uh, any other movements so far as Ghana is concerned. Tomorrow on the sports review, that's on television from 7 a.m. to 8.30 uh, later in the afternoon. We've got sports link for you. And in the evening, there is the scoreboard. So, so much to talk about uh, when it comes to Ghanaian players and what they did. But now let's talk about the games to look forward to. Aside the big one, the Manchester City versus Arsenal game. Quite a number of games across Europe. Joy Sports Moses Yabua has got a wrap. Manager Mikel Arteta has not ruled out the possibility of Thomas Partey playing against Manchester City on Saturday. Partey could make his Arsenal debut after completing a £45 million move from Atletico Madrid on deadline day. The new signing arrived at the Ghana's training ground for the first time on Tuesday after international duty with Ghana. But the early kickoff on Saturday is the Merseyside derby as informed Everton hosts champions Liverpool. And in our commentary game on Sunday, Tottenham Hotspur hosts West Ham. Real Madrid will be eyeing their first straight La Liga victory when they resume their 2020-21 campaign at home to newly promoted Cardiz on Saturday night. Los Blancos opened their title defence with a goalless draw with Real Sociedad, but have since beaten Real Betis, Real Valladolid and Levante to move on to 10 points in the division. Zinedine Zidane's side are the early leaders in Spain's top flight and will be looking for another three points ahead of their next league game away to Barcelona on October 24. Speaking of Barca, they take on Hetafe. Celta Vigo will host Atletico Madrid and Sevilla travel to Granada. Saturday afternoon is going to be some super interesting when it comes to Italian Serie A, offering four exciting games. The action starts at San Paolo, where Napoli welcomes the most efficient team in the country from last season, Atalanta. Next will be a thrilling clash in the latest edition of the Derby della Madonnina. Inter Milan will clash with AC Milan in one of Serie A's most anticipating derbies. Both sides are currently unbeaten in Serie A this season. Conte is also hoping to become the first manager to win their first three games against AC Milan. Can he do it or will Milan get a long-awaited win over Inter? Champions Juventus will miss the services of talisman Cristiano Ronaldo to COVID-19 when they travel to Crotoni and Sampdoria will host Lazio. And in the German Bundesliga, Armenia hosts current champions Bayern Munich. Dortmund travel to Hoffenheim. Augsburg will host RB Leipzig and Leverkusen play away to Mainz. Should be a very good weekend to look forward to. Yes, we love it, don't we? More football, more boxing, great sporting weekend and all. And we'll be keeping you uh, so, so, so much close to our chests and giving you the updates in it. Uh, you're chasing live, I mean, live reports right now in terms of live games, live scores. Paris Saint-Germain have scored a goal against Naim. The man who got the goal, killing Mbappe, looking strong all season. And again, uh, Ren actually drew 1-1 with Yonder. That was the first game in Liga. Two games uh, that have been played, 37 minutes played in the game involving Paris Saint-Germain and Naim. And Kylian Mbappe has put Paris Saint-Germain right up there. So, there's more football this weekend and it's great to be welcoming back football on the continent. It is about the CAF Champions League semi-finals. And the CAF Confederations Cup semi-finals as well in different formats. 
live on radio, live online. This is The Locker Room with George Addo Jr. Football resumes this weekend, of course, five months behind schedule because of the coronavirus pandemic with the 2019-2020 Champions League semi-final first legs in Morocco set to take place. Casablanca teams, Wadad and Raja host Egyptian Giants, Akli and Zamalek respectively on Saturday and Sunday with return matches expected to take place a week later. Egypt's Akli and Zamalek have headed to Morocco on two private planes ahead of their long-awaited clashes with two major Moroccan clubs in the first leg of the Cup Champions League semi-finals. So we know, Akli will face Podad on Saturday and Zamalek take on Raja Casablanca on Sunday. And those return legs will be scheduled for or are scheduled for the 23rd and 24th of October, respectively. Let's get in on some analysis right now ahead of the showdown in Morocco. And joining me now is our African football expert and colleague at Inshua FM, Nuhu Adams. Thanks, Nuhu, for your time, as always, on the show. And it's time to get a step closer in knowing the final pairing for this year's Continental Club Finals. Shall we start with the Cup Champions League, obviously, which is a simple Egypt and Morocco affair. Agli have a new man in Picho Musimani. He's definitely facing Wadad Casablanca. It's Picho at a disadvantage because he joined late in preps. And Ali's visit to Morocco to face Wadad Athletic Club in the first leg of the semi-finals is going to be a KG encounter. It's going to be very, very fierce. It's a game which will be very, very difficult to determine the outcome. With that, are always solid. They are formidable. They are strong when they play at home. In their last 26 home games in the Cup Champions League at home, they've not lost. They've won 22 of them, drawing just four. It should tell you how prolific they are when they play at home. They are facing Pizzo Mosimani, who joined Ali very late in the season. But Pizzo Mosimani is very, very familiar with with, with that. At Mamelodi Sanders, he met with that 10 times. He won three, drew three and lost four. And I think in the group stages, he led Mamelodi Sundowns to face without Athletic Club getting 0-0 in Morocco and winning 1-0 in Pretoria with Mamelodi Sundowns. So, without Athletic Club is a very, very familiar for, for Pizzo Mosimani. He knows their style. He's aware of their philosophy. He's aware of their strengths and weaknesses. So, I think Pizzo can design a strategy to at least get a result that will favor Ali went into the second leg. So I'll give the advantage to without Athletic Club in this one. I believe they can get at least a narrow victory, something like 2-1, 1-0, if they should win. But a draw from this game is very, very likely because I know Pizzo will want to get an advantage going into the second leg. It's going to be very, very interesting. I'm, I'm quite optimistic about that. If there should be any win, I think without will, will take that one. Next, Nuhu, it's Zamalek against Raja Casablanca. Well, we're playing at home, give Raja the comfort. They need to win this. Uh, well, George, uh, Raja Casablanca in high spirit. They are buzzing into the game with so much confidence, with so much encouragement, because uh, last Sunday they won the Morocco League uh, with a very late goal against Farabat. Um, with that, we're chasing them. And with that, we're leading. So, Raja needed a goal to win that game and they got it in the 89th minute. So, Raja Casablanca are in high spirit, they are in their element, they are on top form going against Zamalek. Zamalek is, is one side very, very formidable in the Champions League. We know of their history. But, you know, they are a side which have very good record whenever they 
they go to Morocco. Their last six visit to Morocco has seen them win two, draw three, and lost just once. So Zamalek going again in Morocco um, is, is, is going to be very, very interesting how um, a team can, can let them lose. But um, you see, this this is a game that is going to be played at the Mohamed Free Stadium. Rather, Casablanca have the advantage. They are very difficult to beat whenever they play there. But the unfortunate thing is that they are playing behind closed doors. So they, will, they are not going to get the, the, the fans who are always the number 12 on the pitch and for them against Zamalik. So I think it's some sort of an, an, an advantage for Zamalik who have been playing behind closed doors for the past six years in the Egypt League and in the Champions League. So it's a game that is going to be very, very tight. But I believe with Raja playing at home, they have the advantage. So slightly, they, they, they can get a result that will give them an advantage going into the second leg. I see another, another narrow win for, for the home side in this encounter. That means Raja might get 3-2-2-1-1-0. But if Zamalek should um, defy the odds and get at least a draw from this game, I wouldn't be surprised because I know of their quality with the likes of Ashraf Ben Shaki, Mahmoud Allah, Tariq Ahmed, Feriani Sasi, Mustafa Mohamed. They can shock any team at any given time in the competition. So, this how things are going to be like on Sunday. I've just been wondering, Nuhu, what kind of competition are we to expect after this long coronavirus break? And what are the juicy stories you are chasing? I think this is the first time in the history of the competition we are going to play the semi-finals just once. 19 minutes, if there is no winner, extra time. If there is no winner, then penalty shootout will decide. And um, Pyramids playing against Roya AC um, is, is, is going to be an interesting game. Um, if you look at statistics, you see everything is, 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 is heading towards Pyramids FC because um, in the competition this season they've won every single away game and this game too is an away game for them because it has been played in Morocco so I think in terms of quality, in terms of um, form, they, they are ahead of Roya AC but there's no way we can write off Roya AC they've been in Morocco for the past four weeks acclimatizing and making sure they train so well to face Pyramids FC they also have very good and quality players in their squad. It's going to be a very, very interesting game. Lamin Indiai is the coach of Royal AC. Lamin is a respected coach on the continent. He's won the CAF Champions League with TP Mazembe. He's won the CAF Convention Cup with TP Mazembe. He knows how to cross hurdles like this in the competition. So it's going to be very, very interesting how he's going to assemble a very solid team to face Pyramids FC. I've said it, Pyramids are favorite. Looking at the kind of quality they, they have, Ahmed Eshanawi in post, they have Abdal El Said in middle, John Entry leading the attack, Farouk Mohamed playing from the wings. So it's going to be a very, very cagey encounter. I believe per the form of Pyramids FC in the competition this season, they are going into the finals. 
Of course, Nungu, that will be an absolutely tight game to look forward to there. That game you talk about involving Egypt's pyramid and the Guinean side, Horoa FC or Horoya FC. Just before you leave us, uh, let's talk about the final game. It's just the Moroccan derby, two Moroccan clubs going head to head in the Confederation Cup that will be played on Monday and Tuesday. This game on Tuesday, actually, Aras Bekani up against Agadeh Hassanel. That's a fantastic one. Who do you fancy in this particular tie? Uh, well, this is a Moroccan derby in the competition. Aras Bekani playing against Hassani Agade. If we should look at the quality of the two teams, Aras Bekani straight away ahead of Hassani Agade. In the last season, they were in the finals against Zamalek. And most of the players who played in that finals are still around. You understand? They've augmented the squad with an experienced player in the shape of Musin Iaju and Zakaria Hadraf. These are players who have won the CAF Champions League, CAF Convention Cup before. Musin Iaju was top scorer in the FIFA Club World Cup some time ago with Radha Casablanca. So, in terms of quality, Iris Bekani has straight away ahead of Hassani Agadie. But, you know, there is a derby game. Hassani Agadie have shown glimpses that when given the opportunity, they can also cause havoc in the competition. They have Karim Elbakawi in their setup, the leading scorer of the competition this season, eight goals in 12 games. That should tell you how solid that player is. He's going to be a turn in the flesh of the defense of Aris Bekani on Monday. It's going to be a very tough game, but I think I'm looking at the experiences of Aris Bekani and the kind of form they are in in recent times. I see them going through to the finals. Ah, thank you very much, Nungu Adams. We look forward to the games to come there. Special ones there. So, we've got the CAF Champions League semi-finals for you this weekend. On Saturday and Sunday, and then on Monday and Tuesday, we've got the CAF Confederations Cup semi-finals. You know that the CAF Confederations Cup semi-finals, well, all those games are going to be um, straight on. They're as simple as that. They're just going to be 90 minutes. And then for the CAF Champions League, we'll have the return legs on the 23rd and the 24th of October. Good to be back. Good to love all of this. And it's great stuff. Well, let's quickly get into boxing. But before we do so, I would have to tell you, if you missed the basketball documentary, The Basketball Invincibles, on the Joy News Channel and Multi-TV at 4.30 p.m., you have another opportunity to watch it then at 10 p.m. tonight. Uh, University of Ghana basketball team, the Guerrillas, have actually gone five years unbeaten. They've been winning competitions in Ghana, Africa. Any competition they found themselves in, they've managed to win. What exactly is making them that strong? Why are they going so, so strong in this one? That's exactly what we are trying to put out there for you. So, some more to come. Plus, ahead of our show, we'll be hearing from uh, the Kubaland and how they're gearing up for tomorrow's special game. Uh, hopefully, uh, Thomas Partey plays. Before all of that, though, let's get into boxing. That's a big one coming up. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room with George Addo Jr.
Thursday next on our show. And when the unified title holder, Vasily Lomachenko, tangles with the unbeating IBF champion, Teofimo Lopez, on Saturday in their light championship summit, fans are very likely to see boxing's best fight of the calendar year break out. Overflowing with prestige storylines and legitimate bad blood between the two, the fight is both a grudge match and a blockbuster crossroads fight at the same time. Simply put, there are many reasons to love what this matchup represents on paper. Lopez, just 23, faces his toughest test to date by far in a 32-year-old Lomancheco, a three-division champion who has been a staple atop boxing's mythical pound-for-pound rankings for years. Let's take a closer look at what to love most about the unification bout inside the MGM Grand Conference Center. Joining me are my colleagues, Nathaniel Atto and Hans Ando. Thanks, guys, for your time on the show. Nat, let me start with you. Why should Ghanaians be interested in this bout aside the global field? Uh, who is the winner connected to? Any chances a Ghanaian will face him soon? Thanks, George. There are big, big, big stakes in this bout. Now, when you listen to the legends of the sport, the likes of, um, you know, Oscar de la Hoya, the likes of, um, you know, uh sugar shane mostly all of them they they are all you know gearing towards one conversation which is that these guys are the next phase of the sport these guys are the next set of uh you know big money earners for the sport the next set of big entertainments and uh, big entertainers in the sport and so for that matter every other endeavor that they're engaged in when it comes to the sport has to be a subject of interest for everybody in the world now um they have also walked some very good uh journeys in in their respective stories so you take a look at Vasil Lomachenko who started off on a very very high note I mean his debut was an eliminator seven years ago so he started off uh, with an eliminator and since he started seven years ago he has fought boxers with a minimum of 20 fights or a minimum of 20 wins and that should tell you that he's fought a lot of credible opponents and he's tested himself over the journey and um so where he stands now is not a place that came by any fluke or by you know any um undeserved you know circumstance um you take a look at teofimo lopez who uh jumped to opportunity i mean his his background and you know uh, his beginnings always have a telling on what he does in the ring so he tells you about about family growing honduran descent and and he tells you about family how uh you know things were not smooth for him at the start and how boxing gave him an opportunity um let's look at the ghanaian interest here now the pair of richard Comey, the former ibf champion who lost his title to uh, teofimo lopez and then emmanuel tego the former ibo champion now these boxers are occupying very good places in the top 15 rankings of at least uh, you know three of the major sanctioning bodies i'm talking about the wbc where richard Comey is at number six uh and um emmanuel tego is occupying the number eight position now you come to the wbo and emmanuel tego is at number three while richard Comey is at number 12. now at the IBF, Emmanuel Tego is at number 7, while Richard Comey is at number 11. Uh, you know, the, the WBA doesn't have any ratings for them for now. So these are very, very key ratings. And so it means that uh, whoever wins this bout can have the, the free will to want to choose for their second defense of their respective titles to any of these two boxers. So in terms of the opportunities available for the Ghanaian boxers, it is very huge. And that's the reason why every Ghanaian should be interested in it. And remember, this division is the next phase of excitement in the sport. Now, when most of these boxers are, you know, expanding when it comes to their, their bodies and all of that, they will consider moving up in weight. And from here, definitely they are going up towards, uh, you know, welterweight. And so um, there is a lot to focus 
focus on here make the name here now get the numbers around you now uh you know get people talking about you now and then once you're moving up the divisions you make a, a bigger statement i mean you can easily refer to Emmanuel Navarrete who's now a two division champion after uh, successfully winning the featherweight title as well so it's a very uh, interesting bout let's see how all of it goes you know in um, Las Vegas so Hans what kind of bout should we expect then we know two of the best 135 pound boxers are in the ring who nicks this for you well George there are two ways I expect this fight to go it's either going to be a chess match or it's going to be explosive. It's going to be a chess match because from Lomachenko's perspective, I think that he's going to try to intelligently break down his opponent. Um, he'll try to get points off the board. He's not going to go in there with a knockout mindset. And so he'll try to get points on the scorecard. He'll try to break down Teofimo Lopez physically. You try to break him down mentally. You try to make him doubt himself. And, uh, you know, he'll try to win this on the scorecard. Domashenko is not a boxer who um, goes in to get a knockout. He's very, very good technically. Um, he has a solid job. He's accurate. His movement inside the ring is near perfect. And, he has, and so he's not really going to be thinking about the knockout. So from Lomachenko's perspective, I'm looking at a, at a chess match. I think that that is how he's going to be approaching the fight. Teofimo, on the other hand, would go in there and be thinking that he has to knock out Vasile Lomachenko. Two reasons. He's got knockout power. If you look at what happened in the Richard Come fight, you know, it has him believing that he can go in there and get to his opponent before they get to him. Crucially, he's got the power to knock out opponents. He's quick and he's young. Again, he knows that Lomachenko has been knocked out before. Well, not knocked out, but knocked down before. Again, Lomachenko has lost before in the early stages of his professional fight. And so that belief that Lomachenko can be beaten um, is there on the part of Teofimo Lopez. And he thinks that the way to beat him is to get that knockout. He's looking for an emphatic big victory because him and his father have been going on and on and on about how they are going to be knocking out Vasily Lomachenko. You know, that's exactly what they are going to go into the ring and try to do. The fact that Lomachenko has been knocked down before, and this happened against Jorge Linares. You know, and so, and, and, and I mean, if you look at Teofimo, he's younger. If Linares can get a knockout against Lomachenko, Teofimo believes, and rightly so, that he can do the same and probably put him to sleep and unify, you know, those belts. So, two ways. It's either a chess match or we are looking at an explosion on the part of Teofimo Lopez. I've never had a hard time calling a fight. Two years ago, I would have said, easy work, easy, easy work for Vasily Lomachenko. But that is not the case now. Um, Teofimo is an excellent boxer. He's good, he's quick, he's younger. And so it stands to reason that he's going to go there and be a bit more stronger than Vasily Lomachenko. Lomachenko, he's smart, he's intelligent, his movement is is out of this world but i see this you know going two ways like i said if it is worn on the scorecard it is going to be worn by vasily Lomachenko. if a knockout is going to happen it is going to go for teofimo lopez we've got the bout for you vasily Lomachenko up against teofimo lopez that's our boxing and thank you to you nats and hans for joining me 
So, big bout, and we're all there to find out what happens. Yes, on Sunday dawn, special one. So, female Lopez is up against Lomachenko. Now, that should be a very special one. There's a lot about, though, uh, I'm not too sure if you're aware of that. It's the Kruboland and Arsenal up against Manchester City, and they're just ready for it. Everybody's going to watch Pate. I, 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 don't, I, I, won't, I won't lie to you about that. Because even playing way back in Spain, when, whenever Atletico was playing, you, you could see that everybody was, was excited, and then we, we all had people trooping into centres, match centres, and then pubs going to watch party and the, the cheers and the jeers were, were too much so what party scores the winning goal for Arsenal on his debut what will happen here uh, I, I don't I, I can't really I can't I can't really imagine what people are going to do I can't imagine what people are going to do it, it, it's going to be total total mess party after party right? party after party and, right. and, and no, no party without Thomas that's right that's right thank you very much man. you're very much welcome of course you know, it's always about um, Manchester United matches Chelsea Arsenal has fewer uh, supporters but with party at the centre at the heart of Arsenal right now trust me I, I'm sure that match centres are going to be flowing with party 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 jerseys and all those stuff no, Thomas, no. Club do you support Personally, I think I was born a United fan. I'm sorry. Now, I'm sorry about with that. the news that party is coming to England and my passion for English football, I'm drawn to Arsenal. I'm drawn to Arsenal. So you are saying I'm I'm to mind you for now? My support for party on every match day. But whenever United plays, you know, the heart wants what it wants. But my heart is for party and all his how, matches. How would you feel if party scores against your team, mind you? Well... With a comment form right now with Manchester United, I will be happy. You'll be very, I'll be happy. You'll be very happy. I'll be happy to sacrifice my team for party. For party. For party. I will do that. I'll be very, very glad. First time I heard him playing at Athletic ATM. Yeah, so I supported ATM. Though initially I was a Barcelona fan. But as he moved to ATM, I supported ATM to now. But one now he has moved to Asnas. So are you moving again? Now I've moved to Asnas because of him. The only thing I can say is with Pate, this year or next year, Asna is going to win the league. Yeah, in England. Uh, because Pate is coming to prove to the English Premier League as a champion in Spain. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. All right, so the party's on. Uh, but we've got a party tonight, though. We're heading straight to the Lavadi Beach Hotel. We've got the weekend warm-up for you. Weekend warm-up with DJ Black. We're distance. Lavadi Beach Hotel. You want to get there and get into the Lakumba and get to enjoy all that you must enjoy. My name is George Adi Jr. Um, prepping you for a special weekend to come with all our shows from Joy Sports. Keep following us on our social media accounts uh, to enjoy the party. Right. At uh, Joy Sports CH on Twitter. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.